Welcome to Paint the Town Dead. This is one half of your host, Caitlin. And I'm the spooky co-ghost, Andrew. <laughs> oh, wait, Andrew, it's not Halloween. Oh. Oh, that's, is, is it done? Is that is that retired till next year? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, uh, well, we hope you guys liked, uh, Andrew did some hard work on the editing of the uh, spooky co-ghost session with the the alternate, I don't know if, know if you guys noticed, but that was Andrew's idea, the alternate um, what, what, intro song. We yeah. had two different versions and he used the alternate version, which was pretty cool. I liked yeah. it. Make did, it creepy. You did good. Because you didn't expect it. I, I, I did. Because you told me. Yeah, I told you like months ago. Months ago. But but that, that was some good thinking. So, anyways. Um, well, you know, and here's the thing. Halloween, spooky stuff. Yeah. You can do that whenever you want. Because, we talked about yeah, that at yeah. the end of the last episode where it doesn't matter. You no. can, you, you know, you don't have to watch the witch during october you can watch that in november you could watch it in june or july if you wanted to i think i watched it in i don't know what much what month i watched it in to be honest april may no idea okay uh, but it wasn't october that's for sure it wasn't so how do you feel about things that happened a hundred years ago well i know you like it <laughs> <laughs> that's right well you're gonna have to like it because this here episode 35 we're talking about tom slaughter T- Wait, 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 wait. Tom Slaughter. Tom Slaughter. Is Slaughter a, like a nickname? Or is that, it's like his, uh, or is that his real name? I think that's his real name. How? I know nothing about this, but that is an interesting name. Perfect yeah, serial killer that's, name. That's a, that's a name that people have. Yeah, but are they murderers? I mean, not all of them. All right. Sergeant Slaughter, um, he's, he's a traitor to America. <gasps> He sided with the Iraqis during the first Gulf War Ooh. and sided with um, the Iron Sheik, who uh, they were Iraqi sympathizers. I have no idea what you're talking about. Which is about. messed up because the Iron Sheik was actually from Iran, and Iran and Iraq were like big enemies at the time, and are, I guess, sort of. Anyway, Tom Slaughter, <laughs> who, no relation to Sergeant Slaughter as far oh, as I know. Okay, okay, okay. Um, he was born in Bernice, Louisiana, December 25th of 1896. That's Christmas. Uh-huh. Okay. But back then, they didn't have Christmas. It wasn't oh, invented yet. because it was 100 years ago. Right. Okay. Christmas wasn't invented yet. <laughs> okay. Again, <laughs> we are not scientists. Back, back then, uh, Christmas was in spring <laughs> before they took it on from the, the pagans. On the spring solstice. <laughs> yeah, it was because... I was born listen, on the spring solstice. Listen, Jesus okay. wasn't born in winter. He wasn't. No, that's pretty much confirmed. That's true. The the exact date I don't think is known. So, but that's the observation December, of the holiday. Yeah, d- we observed the holiday then in December, which that's is because that's when Elf on the Shelf comes. <laughs> that's right. Elf, <laughs> on the, Elf on the Shelf was invented. He's like, why don't we combine what I'm doing with yeah, you, Jesus? Yeah, let's all do it together. That's and that's <laughs> Christmas. Thank you guys. We'll see you next. That's history. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, Bernice, Louisiana. Uh, I don't know anything about that town other than it's in Louisiana, a lawless, swampy state. Hey, I love it. Yes. (laughs) Just get rowdy. (laughs) Gross. Um, And he moved to Dallas, Texas, at some point. Also, that's a that's that's a fine place. place. Yeah, pretty cool place. They have a top golf there. They do. I like going to Dallas. They. I watched. I watched a hockey game there once, and and football and baseball. I stopped there on a plane. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's also my story about like Detroit and Louisville. 
It's very I, cool. I stopped there on a plane, and then the plane took off again. <laughs> and that was it. Yep. That was my whole experience in both Kentucky and Michigan. There you go. So he uh, lived in Dallas until he's 14 years old. He would move to Pope County, Arkansas. Hey, That's where Russellville is. We know that place. Yeah. Um, he is a he was a troublemaker, as you'd imagine, because this episode is about him. Oh, tell me. So, 1911, he was convicted of stealing a calf. Like a cow? Yes. Okay. A baby cow. A baby cow. Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't just call it a baby cow, you know? It's confusing. Yeah. So, he's, he's sentenced to the Arkansas Boys Industrial Home, and a few months later, he escaped. Of course he did. Yeah. Uh, I think... This is, what did you say, Russellville? Uh... So the the place he went to is not in Russellville. Okay. But he was from around Russellville. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but yeah, it seems like you could just escape willy-nilly back then from yeah. jails. Sure. As you may see later on Uh-oh. in this story. Uh-oh. And after he got out, he went back to Russellville. And the sheriff saw him. And he was like basically taunting him. So the sheriff arrested him. <laughs> um, very th- good. Threw him in jail. Very good. And he escaped the second night he was there. Wow. Yeah, so he's either he's, he's really good or the, the the security was pretty lax. Yeah, that or like yeah, jails maybe were not great. Yeah, seems like it was just like a a house, and they're like, hmm. like hey, we're gonna close this door. Please don't leave. There's I, nothing on the windows. I imagine it's like that episode of Arrested Development when Job is in a jail in Iraq, uh, and they they're basically trying to trick him into escaping so they can follow him because they think he knows something, mm-hmm. and so they're like. They like leave the keys like right on like in his cell. And he's like, huh, "You idiots! You left these here!" <laughs> like throws them back to him and stuff. <laughs> or like one, they leave and they leave the cell door open entirely. He's like, huh, "Good job, guys!" <laughs> and like closes it on himself. So that's a good show. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I imagine jail is like back then. There's like, uh, it's the honor system. Yeah, just stay in here. I'm okay? going to leave this unlocked if you need to go to the bathroom. and uh, I'm going to go get some whiskey at the saloon. I'll, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. So, 1916, he's in Dallas. He's back He's back in Dallas. And uh, he's going to be arrested for stealing cars. Wow. And he goes to jail. Wait, I want to guess. He stays in this time. Uh, no. Oh. He escapes from what is described as one of the most strongly built jails in the Southwest. So is he just really good? I guess, maybe. Hmm. And he also, uh, got seven other prisoners out when he did it. Wow. She's like, hey, let's, let's all, all right. go. Cool. And he's going to be apprehended once more later on, since to six years in the Texas penitentiary. And in July of 1917, he escapes from that jail too. Wow. This one, he did so by knocking out a guard with a shovel. Where did he get a shovel from? How did he hide that? Uh, might have been one of those things where they're like, we're going to take you to the side of the road and you're doing work or something. And he said, okay, wink. Yeah. And I'm sure like it sucked being that guard. I'm sure he was in like concussion city there. Ugh. Just, yeah, bad times all around. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Tom Slaughter, he's going he's gonna to form himself a gang, which is, which is what he did back then. Hmm. And they, they would go around robbing banks and stuff, which, again, seems like a thing you could just do pretty easily back then, yeah. relatively so. Yeah. Like, they robbed banks in Oklahoma, Texas, Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, and, weirdly enough, one in uh, Pennsylvania, which is not a like the others. so far off. Yeah. One of those is not like the others. Yeah. Yeah. 
And in 1918, he's captured again. Wow. <laughs> returned to Texas. Um, and this is actually my one of my favorite stories to come out of this. Ready. So he is in jail. And while he's there, he takes a pin and he pricks hundreds of holes in his face and body. What? And then covered them with oil, which caused a rash to form. And then he ate two cakes of soap to give himself a fever. So hospital officials were like, oh, no, he's got smallpox. Do you see my face? (laughs) This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Okay. Yeah. So he made them think he had smallpox. So they isolated him. And then he escaped. (laughs) Wow. Man, he went to some extreme lengths. Yeah, I'm sure like he probably had a lot of time to think up new and creative ideas. He probably knew like. I'm going to get captured again at some point. I got to keep coming up with, coming up with stuff to, to do. And so that's my favorite one. When he tricked him into that's, thinking he had smallpox. Wow. That's Probably wasn't commit, fun either. Commitment to the art. And yeah, so I, I assume in the 19 teens, tens, just yep. escaping from jail is just a thing you do easily. At least it sure seems like it. He may seem like it. Yeah. Uh, 1919, the uh, the slaughter gang... They go and steal $24,000 in a noon bank robbery. Again, just like in the middle of the, middle day? Of the day, just go in, do a, do a bank robbery and get away. <laughs> me too. Seems like a thing you could do. Yeah. It reminds me of the John Mulaney bit where he's like, I don't know, talking about bank robbers and it's like, hey, if anybody asks, it was, tell him it's Golden Joe and <laughs> like shoots his name and bullets into the walls because <laughs> it's like, what are you, you going to do about it? Yeah. Apparently, it just you just get away with everything. He's very, at least for a while. Doesn't he play Spider Pig? Yes. In the Peter Porker. Peter Porker. That's it. In yeah. in um in you know Spider Verse. Yes. Cap. And uh, so yeah, twenty four thousand dollars. That is three hundred sixty one thousand dollars <laughs> in twenty twenty money. You did the calculation. You better believe I did. Nice. Because that's what I am about. <laughs> <laughs> so when they rob a bank in Pennsylvania. Uh, Tom Slaughter and an accomplice of his named Fulton Green end up killing a bank cashier. Aww. And in September of 1920, they rob a bank in Graham, Texas, which is, uh, and they did this one on like a Saturday afternoon, just like in the middle of the day. <laughs> we- weekend shiggles. There's, there's people everywhere and it's like, no, nah, we're still doing it. Nice. Supposedly he had like a, a flair for the theatrical. So I think that may have been like, check us out. I come to rob your bank. Yeah, and October 1920, Slaughter and four of his men and two women, they go on down to Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh my gosh, we you know, know that place. Yeah, we yeah. know. And you know that's a that's a place with a a bit of a sordid history with Gangsta, with the mobster types, the gangsters. So yeah, of course he would he would him and his his, his crew's gonna go down there and hang out, have yeah. some fun. They get they get super drunk and they are disturbing the peace. Appropriate. And the cops show up. They're like, hey, can you not uh-huh. disturb the peace? We like the peace. Yeah. And Slaughter and Fulton Green, they, they're they like, no, we, we don't like the peace. So they have a shootout with the cops. What? But why? Because. It's the, the weekend at noon. Because that's 1920s America. That's what you did. Because that's yeah. Hot Springs. That's what Hot Springs is all about. It's really not nowadays. I like hot springs. Ah, it's probably still like that. Yeah. It's just a little more more on the down low. Uh-huh. So in this uh, gunfight, a one Sheriff Roe Brown is going to be killed. Aww. And Officer Bill Wilson is injured. 
And after this, there is a $5,000 reward for the capture of Slaughter and Green, which is about $75,000. Wow. In the days of now. That's a lot. It sure is. And uh, so obviously, you have a shootout with the cops. You don't try and stick around. That's that's one where you're like, okay, we got to go somewhere else now, mm-hmm. which is what they're doing anyway all the time. Yeah. And so he, uh, him and Green, they run off to Oklahoma, which is, you know, a, another lawless place, probably still at this point, Especially, uh, to some extent. Yeah. 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 Oh, and they had snow there last week. Weird. It is weird. The, uh, yeah, the Oklahoma, I don't know when it stopped being a place as like a haven for outlaws. But it has not stopped in 1920. Because <laughs> it's there. Yeah. I've looked at some other stories mm-hmm. from like this time period as well. And it's a lot of like, we're going to Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go do whatever. You can hide in Oklahoma. Yeah. And I think, I assume this is after Oklahoma stops being Indian territory. But maybe it just isn't developed yet. Mm-hmm. Totally. Not sure. Gotcha. So he gets to Oklahoma. He starts himself a new gang. <laughs> Because that's what, you know, Why not? you start one gang, you're going to start another one. Sure. It's what you know. People do what they know. Yeah. And eventually, he's going to get busted in Kansas, a.k.a. Kinsaw. Uh-huh. And uh, so, Arkansas tries to extradite him because, you know, he, he murdered a cop. Yeah. And Kansas is kind of like, eh, I, don't, I don't know if we want to do that. But Why? And it's because the sheriff in charge of this needed to needed to have the wheels greased a little bit. Oh, he needed a little money? Yeah. So they had to bribe a Kansas sheriff to get the wow. extradition going. I don't blame him. It's Kansas. Old timey stuff. You know, <laughs> just feel just like. Is it though? Is uh, it that old timey? Sure would like to think so. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I've, I've seen the news. Yeah. So they get him finally. They send him to prison in Little Rock, the one true city. Yeah. And uh, there's like, so so you know how he had all these plans for getting out of jail, obviously. Uh, yeah. So he he came up with another one. It sounds really horrible, where he was going to get somebody to uh, cause a passenger train to wreck. Oh. And that would act as a distraction so that he could get away. <gasps> no, that sounds terrible. Yeah. No, no, this is his other escape plan. He he gets his mom into there, and then she takes the polyjuice potion, and then turns into him, and then he, she stays in his cell, and then she, he takes polyjuice potion, and then leaves, and then and and then he goes on the run, and he's in hiding. Or it can be like that part in uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, where his loyal subject is actually the one in jail, looking like Grindelwald, and then Grindelwald bu- busts that guy out for like no reason. Um, yeah, it's not a good movie. Um, it's really dumb and bad. I'm talking about number four. I I know what you're talking about. Okay, I'm just talking about a different but not thing. in the movie, only the book. Uh, okay, okay, that's fine. It's fine. You don't okay. have to be uh, okay. You don't have to be such an elitist <laughs> about it. Okay, okay, continue. So that plan never comes to fruition. Though. None of those do. The, the, none of those do because <laughs> two of them are completely fictional. Are they? And involve okay. magic. And uh, at this time, though, he's he's going to be visited by a minister named Reverend W.B. Hogg. And nice. And that's where the Razorbacks came from. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and uh, 
he that may have been before they were called the Razorbacks. You, you know, we we could probably start this up. I don't know. They they would have been like, I don't know when they became Razorbacks. They started off as Cardinals, oh. which is just like everybody who wore cardinal red was started off as the Cardinals because they wore cardinal, it's cardinal red. Cardinal red. Yeah, but eventually they changed to Razorbacks at some point. I don't know when though. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So yeah, he's he's hanging out with this uh, reverend here in jail, and he's he's gonna be converted and baptized with the to be a methodist mm-hmm. and hog hog is like a big advocate for slaughter he's like no he's good now mm-hmm. yeah um i see where this is going maybe oh okay uh january 1921 mm-hmm. slaughter goes off to tucker prison farm and where's that i don't know oh probably in tucker i don't i don't know okay okay but the uh the warden there d horton is is not a fan he's He's wanting to, you know, get after this slaughter guy because he's he thinks he's a big deal. He's a he's a tall, handsome ladies man. Uh-huh. And he's, he thinks he's the he's just the cock of the walk. And so the the warden's a real real prick to him, and like beats him and all that kind of stuff. Jeez. And also at this time, there were three different women who claimed to be Slaughter's wife. Uh, what? And they probably all thought they were. Rutro. Oops. Because you know, outlaw running man. around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a, a Myrtle Slaughter from El Dorado, Nora Brooke from Ponca City, Oklahoma, and a Mabel Slaughter from Joplin, Missouri. Boy, he got around. You better believe a different it. Different lady in every state. That's right. He probably had one in like Kansas as well. No, and, and Louisiana. Maybe. Didn't seem like he spent a lot of time in Louisiana, though, you know? Just there briefly. Just stopping yeah, by. Yeah, like he was born there, and that's about it. Gotcha. And in September 18th, 1921, he uh, he, kill, he kills a fellow inmate named Bliss Atkinson during an escape attempt. <laughs> um, yeah. he, he had like a rifle that had been smuggled in for he, him. How did he get it? Got in? smuggled in for him. I don't know. Wow. They probably didn't have metal detectors back then. Probably, you probably right. I don't. I don't think those were a thing. Nah. Um. Yeah. It's Bliss Atkinson. We might actually talk about him in the future. Uh-huh. He was uh He's in jail for his role in the Cleburne County Draft War, uh-huh. which was basically, without getting too far into the details, um, Bliss and some other people were like, "We're not going to go fight in World War One," and then the police were like, "Yeah, you are," and they're like, "Nah." So then they have a fight with guns. Oh my. So, yeah. Um, and Slaughter, he's going to be tried for that killing in Pine Bluff, Arkansas here. He's going to be found guilty and sentenced to death. <gasps> and he's transported to Little Rock and he's guarded around the clock. Probably a good call. Because he is always breaking out of jail. Man, that's he, that's his whole at, deal. He's good at it. That's like that's his life's calling. That's his, his kitsch. If he hadn't been like a horrible criminal, maybe he could have been like a Houdini type. Yeah. Done like shows. But alas, he's a really horrible person. Right. And uh, one week before his execution is scheduled, he pretends to be sick. Does he poke himself again? I don't. It didn't say how he pretended to be sick. Uh-huh. Maybe he was just like made himself throw up or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he was like, I'm not pr- pricking myself with a pin a hundred times again. That's, yeah, he's like, that's that no was fun. terrible. And when he's doing that, he uh, is able to overpower a couple of guards. No way. But he was helped because he had a revolver that had been smuggled in for him. How? 
who is doing this? Who is smuggling it in? How are they smuggling it in? I mean, you know, he's obviously got mobster connections. And Listen, such, they better make everybody so. get naked and and do a cavity search. This is naked jail. Naked jail. <laughs> We're gonna keep it nice and warm, but no clothing. It's terrifying. It's all hanging out there. Ew. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he's he's able to do that, and uh, he invites everyone to try and break out with him. He's like, "Hey guys, look, I broke out. Let's all go." Yeah. And he, he takes, like, the, the, the nurse hostage, <gasps> takes her to the warden's uh, apartment, E.H. Dempsey's apartment. What was like It seemed like it was there, yeah. Okay. And he takes the warden and his family hostage for a while. And eventually... Does he think this is going to have a good... Out- like, this isn't making things better. Listen. Oh. I mean, maybe it does work. Maybe it almost works. Let's okay. find out. Okay. Because, I mean, he's had some good outcomes he, earlier. He's broken out quite a bit. He just keeps going back to jail. Yeah. You'd think you'd figure out something to be like, okay, let's not go back. Yeah. Let's just, let's stay out forever. Yeah. So, Slaughter and six other prisoners, they take the uh, warden's car and drive off. So, they're, they're on the run. And Benton police are going to try and get them. They're going to set up a roadblock. Uh, but the, the convicts, they, they know what's coming. So, they... But they basically just like abandon the car and go out into the woods and oh, camp. What? <laughs> camp? I mean, it's not like our modern day camping of like there's hiding we're out, hanging out. Camping yeah. out, yeah, yeah. You're, this is they're roughing it here. Gotcha. Okay, they're yeah. not glamping. Yeah, they're not like uh, Tom Haverford with his little ice cream maker or whatever. Love it. But out in the woods. Someone built a fire. And they, they, smoke. they, 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 he finally gets got <gasps> one of the other inmates, Jack Howard shoots him three times What? and kills him. Why? Uh, so he's going to claim that he escaped with a uh, slaughter so that he could try and stop him from escaping. Mm-hmm. And here's, here's, here's the real reason. Um, uh, so Howard's going to, he's going to be taken back to prison, obviously, cause he is a prisoner. But he got the $500 reward for killing Tom Slaughter. Uh, so. He wanted that money. He was like, yeah, I'll go with you. Yeah. Bam, bam. And it was like a, yeah, the the the, the reward was even like dead or alive. Old timey style. Wanted, dead or alive. I'm Janet Snickle. So Tom Slaughter's dead December 9th, 1921. Just a couple of weeks before his 25th birthday wow that's really young very young burned bright wow and burned quick <laughs> yeah he burned up so his uh his body was taken to benton arkansas which is like a little bit south of little rock uh-huh. if people don't know yep and according to the arkansas gazette there were thousands of people there who thousands? went to see his body thousands just to see the outlaw yeah basically hmm. and like there were so many people that the funeral home Placed his body outside so that it'd be easier for people for the gawkers to come and look at him Ooh. and be like, "Yeah, look at that, gross." And they even had like police stationed there to make sure things were orderly and not too wild. And the line was at some point said to be more than two blocks long. <laughs> Why? And there were people waiting in line until past midnight. Wow. And uh, it was also reported that there were some very expensive orders placed at the local florist shop for him yes 
And these orders came from places such as Hot Springs <gasps> and Benton and towns in Texas and Oklahoma. What's in towns in Texas? Towns in Texas? Oh, ta- I thought you said Townsend. Like, no. Okay, no. towns. Towns located in. within Texas okay. and Oklahoma. What's in there? Mobsters? Probably all of his old mobster friends because there are no cards accompanying these uh, floral arrangements. Weird. But they are very expensive. The uh, There was one where the florist received a note that said, for silent tribute to the betrayed friendship of a convict who proved himself at least a man. And that note was accompanied by four $50 bills with instructions to make a floral design that would be worth basically those four $50 bills, how much, $200. How much is that in today money? I don't know. Well. But basically take all that money and make a as fancy of a floral arrangement as you can to put it on his casket. Wow. And his and uh uh this guy's funeral, Tom Slaughter, was attended by an estimated five thousand people. Wow. For being such a jerk, he sure did get a lot of people at his funeral. Yeah, I, wa- I do wonder how many of them are just like all of the mobster friends he made. Or gawkers. They're just similar yeah, or, yeah. just <laughs> gawkers. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were just people who are like Let's go see what the let's go see what the fuss is about in downtown. I hear there's a a ne'er do well, <laughs> a ne'er do well got his his comeuppance finally. Let's go see what happened. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, see here, <laughs> see here. So that's the that's the story of Tom Slaughter. It's a good one. Old old timey gangster. You, you like stuff. the old timey ones? Yeah, because they're usually kind of weird. Yeah, they are. Like making yourself look like you have smallpox. <laughs> That's pretty, Which is like pretty smart, and just the just. I don't the, think it would work today. Probably not. And just the the constant breaking out of jail, which is just wild to me. Yeah, that's pretty impressive, though. And, and I've read some other stories that we'll probably do some other time about but, some more characters. Yeah, where people were like breaking out of jail all the time, like him. Yeah, pretty much. People are like, oh, another one got away. Yeah, it seems like it's just a normal day. It's like, oh, there's eh, another jailbreak. Uh, yet another jailbreak surprise. Huh. Well, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, thank you. I like your older stories. Yeah, again, they're they're always weird. They are. And strange. Um. Okay, cool. Well, what are you looking at? Oh, to start with, Mandalorian Season 2 has started. Have you started watching it? Yes. There's only one episode out. They're doing that thing again where they do oh, like one yeah. per week. Yeah, I haven't started watching it yet. What did you think of the first episode? I liked it, yeah. and I'm interested in the uh, the ending reveal. is very interesting. I won't say anything more than that. Don't tell me. Uh, there's vampires now in Star Wars. <laughs> uh, and they sparkle. No. Oh, okay. No, they... Uh, but it's pretty wild. Okay. There's vampires. No. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've been watching... I watched that... Um, I've also been watching the Clone Wars TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gotten better. Uh, season one's crap, I think. Season two it gets better. Season three is where it gets good, and season mm-hmm. four where is where it gets even better. The um, so like each the uh, the show is done like in its arcs. So it's like yeah, oh yeah, a several episode arc. So it's like to start with, it's all episodic. Like this episode is At this episode, yeah, and. Mm-hmm. So on. Whereas, like, later, it becomes more like, okay, we're going to tell this story, mm-hmm. and it's going to take four episodes to do it. 
stuff like that. Gotcha. Uh, the best thing I've seen was probably the Umbaran arc, which is where they go to Umbara and do a fight. But it's like a really, it's a really good set of episodes, and it really gets you into like the the mentality of the clone troopers mm-hmm. and how they kind of view themselves. How do they view themselves? Uh, as men. Well, they are. Yeah, but a lot of people see them as like expendable. They're like, you know, just uh, they're just clones. They're just there to be thrown to the meat grinder and just be cannon fodder. It doesn't matter. But they're men. They're they're living people. Yeah, and so well, that's part of what it's about is them struggling with how some people see them and how they see themselves and hmm. all this other stuff. And it's also really good because it throws back to um, an earlier episode where the clones are trapped in space, potentially dying, with a, uh, one of the Jedis. I think it's... Let me look him up real quick because I think it's this guy. I think Wait. it's Plo Koon. Yeah, Plo Koon. And they're like running out of oxygen or whatever because they're stuck in space. And they start killing off clones? No, no. There's just like five clones or something and this Jedi guy. And the clones are like, well, nobody's going to come and get us because we're just expendable. Mm -hmm. And and Plo Koon's like, not to me. Aww. But then maybe maybe the person they're hanging out with is a different person in these uh, episodes I was talking about. Uh And maybe he doesn't see them quite that way. He just sees them as numbers. He even refers to them by like their numbers instead of their nicknames they have. Hmm. So they all have like nicknames like I'm I'm Rex and that's that's hard case or whatever their stupid names are. Yeah. Whereas like the the guy they're working with is like CT three seven blah blah blah. Not even giving them their names. Jerk. But yeah, so that show is actually pretty good. It's gotten better. Question. Uh, okay. About yeah. the Mandalorian. All right. I heard that um, Obi Wan. Makes an appearance. Is that true? Uh, no. He doesn't. I mean, he'd be dead by this point, anyway. What? What's Ewan McGregor doing then? Because they're doing of- they're doing a an Obi Wan TV show. Oh, yeah, like a whole TV show for Obi Wan. Yeah, I think it's just gonna be like six episodes or something, like cool. a limited thing. He said he was excited. Like he, yeah. I saw somewhere he tweeted. He's like, the robes were all there, and like they're all back. Yeah, he's he's getting a TV show. Cool. I think originally they were going to do a movie, but yeah. after like Solo didn't do very well, I think yeah. they, were, they kind of pulled back on that. Probably a good idea. Is it Disney Plus? Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, and I I assume, based on all of the like stuff they've talked about with casting decisions, mm-hmm. I would bet that they're also going to do like an Ahsoka show at oh, some yeah, point. Yeah. Things like that. That'd be cool. They are doing a. Um, they're doing a Cassian Andor show. He was the guy on Rogue One. Not not Jyn Erso. He was the guy mm. at the end. And I haven't seen Rogue One in a long time. Okay. Yeah, I think it's like Cassian Andor and I think uh, the robot. Oh. K- K2SO, I think is what it was called. Cool. The one played by Alan Tudyk. Oh, okay. And he was he was a sassy robot. <laughs> he was a sassy robot. Yeah. He's, he's very sassy. I like Alan Tudyk. Sarcastic. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so Mandalorian season two has started. Cool, it's happening. It's here, and um, hmm, I just don't, I don't know what to say about it because people, people are real crazy about spoilers on Star Wars stuff. Yeah, to the point where you can just be like, the basic setup is this, and they'll be like, oh my god, why would you say that? That's you just gave the whole thing away. And it's oh, like so you you do, y'all need to calm down. You don't want to say too much, right? Okay, people freak out too gotcha. much about that. Okay, 
but there's some was there's baby some, yoda there yeah okay cool uh there's there's some really cool interesting stuff cool uh another thing yeah. Star Wars Squadrons. <laughs> no, Star I am Wars. hopped up on Star Wars. You I've, are I've got Star alive Wars fever. with Star Wars. I am infected you, you, with Star Wars. You came in today and I said, you look like you got a little sun. Did you get some sun? It's just the Star Wars coming out. It's, it wasn't the actual sun. I, it was a star. The star went to war with me. <laughs> That's what happened. Um, but yeah, I am I am hopped up on some Star Wars right now. Uh-huh. Um, so Star Wars Squadrons a video game uh-huh. you fly around in x-wings and tie fighters and shoot stuff is this an old game or a new game it's a new game I don't know. came out probably a month ago cool um so that game's pretty cool um trying to th- make up something in my brain of like another star wars thing that i would have been looking at <laughs> but i can't think of anything uh i've been rereading the long halloween it's a what? batman story oh cool is it a comic or is it like a yeah. story story it was a it was a comic it's mm. it's a good one i haven't read it in forever I forgot that Did it's you have pretty it? good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I have. This is Nerd Corner with Andrew. That's right. That's that's what what you're looking at is always going to be. <laughs> pretty much. If it involves me, usually not so much Star Wars this necessarily. It's pretty Star Wars heavy. I like yeah. it though. Like, like Star Wars though, like it gets in my brain in a way. Yeah. Um, it's just so deep. The universe is just so deep. Well, it's just like if I hear people talk about Star Wars for like a little while, I'm just gonna be like. Well, I guess I could go watch Star Wars because it's, like, it's in my head now. <laughs> and now I must watch it. It's like a song being stuck in your head and you're like, I have to go listen to it for realsies. Yes. That's that's what it does to me. It's like, all right, I go watch A New Hope and Empire and so, so on. So good. I think I've said this before, but I know I've told you. I don't remember if I've said it on the podcast, but my dad, when he was a young man in the 70s, it was the first Star Wars, which is what? A New Hope. Yeah. It was A New Hope. Came out in theaters. What year did that come out? Do you know? Uh, 77, I believe. That would be about right. Yes. So he would have been like a senior in high school. And he said he and his buddies all went to the movie theater, went to go watch it. And he said he was just sitting there in awe of the movie and just like open mouth watching it. And was like, he said, I remember thinking to myself, there will never be another movie greater than this. And he was almost right. He was almost right. Because The Empire Strikes Back came out. Yep. And that one's better. I mean this is a man who loves science fiction so yeah this is a good one doesn't he like that dune movie that nobody likes though he does we that was a favorite as a child yeah we watched dune a lot when i was a kid uh he i said he's a sci-fi loving man yeah but i didn't think anybody liked that movie well it was whatever reason it was really weird but i thought it was weird as a kid but i mean i like sci-fi i'm excited for the new dune who who is gonna timothy chalamet who's gonna do the part where they wear the weird underwear <laughs> i don't know i know what you're talking about though yeah it didn't sting sting what yeah sting's coming back sting, for sting the uh the singer not the professional wrestler yeah sting was in the original dune and he wore some weird underwear and, he rocked it pretty good and just that weird underwear <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was, it was weird. that's the important part i don't know who who's gonna be playing his part because I think I tried to look up who he played, and I it didn't see the name it, yeah. listed in the new one. I vote Sting comes back and reprises his role, underwear included. Are, are you sure you want that? <laughs> It'd be a little older, but that's okay. Still talented, right? He's, you know, he's probably over 30 years older now, because that movie came out in, what, the 80s? It was, a long, it was yeah, over 30 years older. So, easily. He'd be, he'd be in his 60s, 70s. I've, I've seen what 30 years has done to my body. Like, I don't... <laughs> 
from when you were an infant <laughs> yes nothing good has happened it's, it's a bad time oh man what uh, else that's uh that's about it for me all right i have some things to discuss okay okay first off i was sent in an interesting story by one of our faithful listeners faithful listeners um, is it spelled weird like your other friends? No. Okay. Um, so um, she was telling me about a story that happened recently, and I hadn't heard about it. And she, this was in the news. This was in Highland area of Arkansas. There's an area called Highland in northern Arkansas. So it was in that area. Yes, I've been there. I have too. So this is what she said. So this 24-year-old guy found a hidden key to a 72-year-old woman's house, got in her house, went into her room and stabbed her over 100 times. Then he took a hot... This is graphic, everybody. Graphic warning. He took a hot curling iron and burned her skin with some kind of pattern. Then he went to... It it was either a friend or an ex-girlfriend's house and stabbed and killed her and then burned her with a curling iron as well. Then he and his friend and another girl went to go rob the girl's ex-boyfriend's house and he went nuts and started stabbing her too. The last girl is still alive though. And then he got out of the car and was walking down the street and these people saw him and asked if he was okay because he was just like covered in blood. And he said, just told him something about his girlfriend had cut herself and then took off into the woods trying to run away. And finally the cops found him because they suspected him uh, and they found him somewhere and they put him in jail. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like what in the world? I said, there had to be drugs involved. And she said, oh yeah, he was definitely on drugs. And she said it was, it was very weird, totally insane. He confessed every bit of, he he just said it all. He confessed all of it and the judge set no bail. So he's just being held like he's not being let out at all because he is unstable. But I'm like, that is what drugs will do to your brain, man. Uh, And apparently he's in a cell alone in isolation and yeah probably for the best that he's in isolation i assume it sounds like he would just be like a madman and this brings yeah this brings me to another question which we've discussed before if you're all hyped up on drugs and your brain is addled to the point you don't know what the heck you're doing can you be held liable for what you did at that time when you i mean because it's the same thing we're like you're incompetent at that time you didn't know what you were doing because your brain was so messed up on drugs and you might have thought you were rescuing the princess of another planet or something. I mean, something weird. You know what I mean? How yeah. Do you, how do you... Uh, just I, And I, just like Ricky Ray. Kind of. I think in yeah, kind of. this case, because, well, Ricky was, he was competent when he did his crimes. Yeah. And that's yeah. part of the weird debate of that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which we did an episode on this. If you know what we're talking about, go back yeah. and listen to it. But with what you're talking about, I they've probably, I mean, this has probably come up plenty of times for, hey. for court cases. Hey, you know what? And I assume they're just like, yeah, you go to jail because it was you. You did it. You did the drugs. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like if you get drunk and then go and drive into yeah. somebody, you're going to get in trouble because you knew you what you were doing. Yeah, that's and, true. To some extent. Yeah. That's true. Good. That's a good, that's a good, yeah. Okay, thanks for that. Yeah. Um. And I, I put my notes. Lawyered <laughs> by somebody who by doesn't somebody have a college degree. not a lawyer. <laughs> I put in my notes, message to Andrew, so I'm trying to figure out what. Oh, 
Is this somebody mad at me again because I made fun of their name or what? No, it okay. was it was the message uh, message on Facebook message. This was. I I don't know. I may not talk about it. I don't know. I may mention it. Okay, I'm going to mention it. This was all in the news. Arkansas suspect identified in 1974 killing a five-year-old Montana girl. Yeah, you told me about that one. Yeah. I don't know if I... I might cover it. I don't know if I want to talk about it now. But, I mean, just like I I sent you that and I put like a bunch of exclamation points and I was like, age of justice. And it was like, you know, DNA is so crazy right now. Like you better watch out because you know where you if you were naughty santa claus yeah some kind of story in there i don't know but yeah it's just it's happening it's happening cold it, cases are being solved it is it's really exciting i do wish there were like other cold cases they could solve like who was murdering those people in texarkana yes from be- last week but i don't it, it doesn't seem like there's any yeah. Any effort there? No. And probably not anything to go on. There are no. There's probably no leads. But I. I wish you know, just like some other more modern cases, like Morgan Nick. You know, I would love. You know, I'm sure many people, lots of loads of people, would love to see some justice there. Uh, that's what. That's what's frustrating about cold cases is that you just you want to see it through. You want to see the end. You want to see justice, and it's not fair for the families that don't receive it. Yeah, and especially because you don't even get closure. No, yeah. They, I mean, they haven't even you found, know, yeah, found, found her, her at yeah. all. So. And maybe she's alive. Maybe she's not. There's That's the thing. There's no closure. There's no definitive answer. Um, also, I finished um, Unsolved Mysteries yesterday. Oh, okay. How was it? It was pretty good. Uh, there wasn't any weird alien stuff. They did really... I think the stories were done really, really well this season. Um... I want to talk about a specific episode. It was about, it was filmed in Japan. And I'm, f- I'm familiar with Japan. Have you heard of that? It's mm-hmm. a place. It's a country. I like their wrestling. Okay. <laughs> um, any, they, uh, it was about, so there was a tsunami, an earthquake and tsunami back in, I think it was like 2011, I believe. And it was on like, there was one like this, this year. Right, but there was like a devastating one. Yeah. In like 2000, I'm sure, that, I mean, anything, yeah, but it was like horribly devastating and it was on the, I believe the east coast of Japan. I cannot remember the town name, um, but anyway, it was just awful, horribly devastating. Like 20,000 people died. I mean, awful, awful, awful. And the filmers, the film people, the film crew actually goes to Japan and it's all translated. You have to read it all. Um what is that called? Like subtitles? Yes, it's all subtitled because it. They went. I mean, it's these Japanese in their home, but anyways, they like it. Like I'm sitting here crying at this unsolved mysteries episode because they not to ruin it. If anybody's gonna watch it, but I'm going to. They were talking to some survivors of the tsunami, and there was one fellow who said that like when the tide, you know, went back into the ocean or whatever. They were, I mean, they spent, I mean, it was just devastation, mass devastation everywhere. There was just debris everywhere. They're still cleaning up from it today. And he said they were looking for people and stuff. And he said he passed by a bamboo forest not far from where his home was. And draped across the top of the bamboo was his teenage daughter. And she had passed away. And he said she just looked so peaceful. It looked like she was just kind of sleeping up there. And then I was just like, 
oh my gosh. And I was like not expecting it to be so emotional. And I started like tearing up and he said, and then three miles away, we found my wife and she was dead. And he said, and then a couple of days later, they were moving to Bree and somebody said, I found a baby and it was his youngest child. He lost his entire family. And he, you know, I think Japanese people are notoriously fairly stoic, you know, and he was just like trying so hard. I mean, he was getting teary eyed and it's like for a, a, a Japanese man to show that kind of emotion is like, it was heartbreaking. And there was just like multiple stories like that. But anyway, the whole point of that episode is about um, tsunami spirits. And so again, spoilers. Um, it's about people who, cause tsunamis are so quick and devastating and it's, you know, supposedly these spirits that, um, happen when that come about when tsunamis occur. And it's these people that are just like wet and cold. And, you know, they're these spirits that visit people's houses and they're not malicious. They're just like, please help me. You know, I'm, I'm cold. I'm wet. Can, do you have some dry clothes for me? And you're supposed to help them. You're supposed to help the spirits and, and to give them closure. There's, a uh, a reverend there, a pastor of, or no, I called him a reverend, uh, but anyways, you know, he's had to tell them, you know, like you're in the tsunami, you're not, you're no longer, you've passed away. It's okay. And I was just like, and the, the reverend, like, of, of course is from that town and lost so many people he knew as well. And I was just like through like the entire episode, I'm just like steady streams of tears. It was so sad. It was so sad. And it just broke my heart that just like these people all of a sudden are with their families and then they're not, their families are just gone. And like how these spirits are just not ready for that. And so they just linger around. And anyway, that would have been a, that goes with the spookies, but, but it, not in a bad way. It was very, very touching. It was a very well done episode. I was very impressed with it, but I was not expecting that from a selfish trees, let me tell you, because I'm used to the show from the 90s where they where they drop some alien knowledge on you. But anyways, it was very good. Very well done. Yes. Good season. All right. Glad to hear it. Thank you. What else? Oh, I don't know. I've been watching Community as well. I don't know. You watch it again? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. It's kind of, it's in my rotation of shows that I put on so that I can fall asleep because I've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. So I'm not going to miss anything. You know, it's interesting that you say something about this. I was talking about this today with somebody. Uh, shows like Community, Friends, Parks and Rec, The Office, things like that. Uh, people, I guess psychologists or psychiatrists or whatever say that like, it's almost like a calming mechanism. Like a show that gives us comfort. It's easy to watch. It's kind of calming to our minds. It's humorous. It's a light. It's almost like an adult pacifier, essentially, because it's it's predictable. We know. And it, they said it's like it's good for you to rewatch shows that you're familiar with because it's very calming. Yeah. And another one I can throw in there, even though it's like horrible things are always happening. It's like original Star Trek. Like, it's a good show. It's just like this is I've seen it's predictable. This. We know it. I've seen it. I And again, like the purpose is. I like having noise of some sort when I fall asleep. Yeah. And you like those, the, you like the starship noises to sleep. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a YouTube channel. You can look up starship noise and yeah. it sounds like it's just the hum of the from starship. like Star Trek. <laughs> That's so funny. It, it just it feels actually, good. It actually is like it's a nice little white noise. Pretty yeah. calming, yeah. Um yeah. So community's like back on the rotation nice. right now. After nice. the office was on it. Um yeah, yeah most recently uh-huh. i guess i had to get had to get those office views in before it moves off to I peacock know. nobody's gonna get that 
Um, well, to be fair, uh, Peacock does have like a free tier, I think. Oh, okay. With so ads like, or something? Yeah, it may not have every show on there or something. But like some it's of not going to have The Office or 30 Rock? Probably not. Or Parks and Rec? Uh, 30 Rock is a good show. I haven't watched that in a while. Put that actually. on the rotation. Yeah. I, uh, it's not, I don't think it's on Netflix, but I do have Hulu and it is on there. Okay. So it's fine. It's fine for me. It's fine. Not fine for people out there who don't have Hulu. It's fine. Um, Arkansas State sucks at football again, so that's great. Oh, they were doing so good. It seemed like it. Uh, they've Al- they've Alyssa- lost Go ahead. three games by at least 28 points Dang. in conference. It's a weird year. It's a weird year. Yeah. Um, Alyssa watched Haunting of Hill House. Alyssa's my best friend. She watched Haunting of Hill House. And I was like, it took a little convincing. I was like, no, you have to watch it. And she's like, I don't know. It's scary. I was like, it's not about the scaries. And then I told her that I cry every time. Fourth time? I've watched it four times. And she was like, I didn't cry, but it was really, really good. I was like. Yeah, I didn't cry either. Well, I, I so. cried enough for the both of us, so it's fine. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> in fact, when Alyssa told me, she was like, okay, I'm in the last episode. I'm at the place where they're spoiler 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 where they're all don't where they're all in the place okay where they're all in the place the siblings just say like maybe we went out of our way to not spoil it last week so i was making sure you didn't spoil it here okay randomly okay where all the siblings are in that in the place and um anyways i was like you know what i'm gonna watch the last like 10 or 15 minutes and i did just that i just went to netflix on my phone and just Went to the last 10 or 15 minutes of the last episode. Guess what I did? You laughed. I did not. Oh. I I cried. I was just like sitting there just like little tears just rolling down my face. It's so good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I like the show. It's a good show. Bly Manor, I didn't cry. Man, it sounds like you didn't feel much of anything but contempt for Bly Manor. It was just okay. Did you watch it yet? No. You knew what to. You you made it sound like it wasn't very good, so I didn't want to. It I don't was, get I don't get time for not very good things. You don't? No. Okay. I'm not wasting my time. I have too many options for things that people actually <laughs> like that, are that I don't find time for. I'm I, not gonna make time for something that you're just like, not that good, don't watch it. I'm I not gonna I'm that. not gonna go out of my way to do that. Listen, I think I might be in the minority though, so because I've heard people were like, I really liked it and I was like, Okay. That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look up their their ratings here on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Yeah. What'd you What'd you What did you find out there, Andy Rue? I'm still working on it. Oh, come on, type faster. Has a 7.5 user See? score on uh, IMDb. That's pretty good. What does What does Rotten Tomatoes say about it? Is it Rotten Tomatoes like uh, critics? Uh, it has both critics and an audience. Oh, okay, okay. Score. All right. Like separately. Okay. Okay, so this, now Rotten Tomatoes, like their rating system is basically like the percentage that are just positive. So if everything was like a seven, if the show was a seven and every single review is a seven, that's still like a hundred percent, even though it's only a seven out of 10, Mm. which is, so that's like a thing you got to think about when you look at Rotten Tomatoes scores. Um, The critic rating is 88%. See? But the audience score is only 62. Well. Which is interesting. Anywhere between sixty-two to eighty-eight. So there's there you go. Is the show kind of boring? Because that's what it is a slow start. The last two episodes are pretty good, but it, it's definitely it's like 
they had to, you know, they had to pause for COVID, I think, for a while. And then they came back to it. It's like they had time to, like, figure out, like, maybe we should do this with the script. Let's do this. And I think they had to leave part of some of the story out because of time constraints because of COVID. Um, because there's one character I saw in the background that never, they never explain their story. Okay. See, I was just wondering because a lot of times, mm-hmm. especially with horror stuff. Yes. If it isn't, like jump scares and murders all all day just all day you'll often have like the tomato scores the uh, the critics will be high mm-hmm. and the audience will be low like hereditary for instance i'm looking at which i remembered specifically being this way 89 percent critics all the way down 67 for audience um also haunting of hill house it was a uh, 93 and a 91 wow so. it, i mean it was i'm telling you great show great show yeah that uh yeah, Hereditary is pretty much crap. <laughs> no, it, it was a well done movie, but I want. I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather not watch it again. Thank you. Yeah, I just. I just think it's one of those things where, like, the movie. It's not enough about like murder and stabbing all day. Yeah, yeah. And so I think there's not. There's not a bunch of jump scares really. Yeah. And so those seem to always get low audience scores. Gotcha. Like Midsummer only has a sixty three percent audience score. Mm. Don't want to watch that again either. Um, but yeah. Anyway. What else? Um, uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else? I have one thing. And okay. you're going to hate me for this. Oh, no. You're going to hate me. I might. It is November. It is, in fact, November 2nd at the time of this recording. No shave November. Sure, you can do that. Yeah. Do it. Nobody wants that. Okay. Um, but it is November and I'm going to be cheesy at the end of the episode. I think that we both need to say something we're thankful for. Do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, and take a take a while. <laughs> really, really stall this one out for me. I want to say today, I am thankful for a job because I there for a while. I got a, even though I am a nurse, it was it was in my department that I specifically work at. We do a lot of outpatient procedures, and it was a little hairy there for a while. You know. But we still, they provided different opportunities to work elsewhere in the hospital. I was able to keep my hours. And now we're back up to full time. And we did just get hospital-wide raises. And so I am incredibly grateful for that. Yeah, so that, rocking life that way. All right. Um, I'm thankful that this whole nation has yet to collapse you're so optimistic. Uh, just like, you know, being able to keep the food supply going. Yeah. Even though food got like more expensive. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. I haven't had to worry about like, where's the food going to be? Yeah. Am I going to have to go fight people for the food now? Yeah. So that's been nice. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sure. We're, that, yeah. That's a good one because it, it was a little, it got pretty hairy there for a while. Yeah. People at the beginning were flipping out and buying all the god dang bread. Yeah, just just calm down. Just calm down. Just calm down. But yeah, so there's that. That's a good one. That's that's a yeah. That's a very serious one. Yeah. Okay, so COVID and tried to ruin our lives, but we're not gonna let it. Yay! Yeah, in your face, COVID. My life was already ruined. Ha! Jokes on you. That's right. But anyway, that's um, it. That's all I got. Okay. Well, and good luck, everybody. Yeah. This is going out on election day. <laughs> 
We hope this brings you light and joy on a day that could be full of darkness. Yes. We hope you all voted for the correct people and things. Whoever that may be for you. No, for us. Okay. For us. If you have questions, just... uh, just think, what would Andrew do? And then if you wouldn't do what I would do, then just stay home and don't vote. <laughs> Andrew's That's, very much an opportunistic man. Everybody has an opportunity to to be an American. All right, guys. I think that about wraps it. Thank you so much for stopping by to see us. You can catch us on our many different platforms. We're even on YouTube. Check us out there. Amazon, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, iTunes, literally all of them, okay? Yeah, I don't know of anything that we're not on. Yeah. Um, but if you do, let us yeah. know and we'll add it. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook, Paint the Town Dead. You can catch us on Instagram, Paint the Town Dead, all one word. You can catch us on Twitter at pttdpod. And you can email us at pttdpod at gmail.com. Please, 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 please subscribe rate a five-star rating like share comment any interaction you have with us definitely helps us out and we greatly appreciate it you guys and um go vote or don't yeah this is the time guys have a wonderful tuesday we'll see you next week goodbye now